Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs in their own personal garbage and, well, they're going to talk trash. We should talk Trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. Hey everybody, it's me, Tommy Link. You are listening to The Trash Cast. And uh, today, since I'm flying solo, I thought we'd dive into the tiny trash can of questions and see what you guys want to know. Okay, um, so here we go. I'm opening up the little can. First question comes from I underscore make underscore jelly on Instagram. How does Tilda Swinton deliver all the presents in one night? Well, Tilda Swinton is all around us. She's everywhere and nowhere. On Christmas Eve, she materializes in everyone's house all at the same time. This is before Santa gets there. She actually doesn't leave presents though. Her she does she does um cleaning and light organization of your space and then and then disappears and you never know it. That's how it works. Oh, speaking of cleaning and light organization, did you guys see that Marie Kondo has started an online retail space? That's right. The woman who wants you to get rid of anything that no longer sparks joy, get rid of all your trash, wants to sell you some new trash. Hold on. I'm pulling up the website. Okay, so I'm on her website right now. Um, What does she have? The first thing I see is a video on why she uses tuning tuning fork and clear quartz crystal, seventy five dollars. I, I mean, if it sparks joy, I. But why do you, why do you need a tuning fork? The Queen's Guard candle. Okay, it looks like a tin can that's been spray painted gold and rolled around in dirt, and it is eighty six dollars. An oil diffuser for $119. Guess what? I got one at Target on sale the other day for $19. And it has a clock and an alarm on it. And it's also a light. And I feel really good about it. Brass tool holder. Does that mean it's for brass tools? Or it's made of brass? I think it's just a cup made of brass. And it's $275. I'm sorry. I'm Now I'm looking at bowl covers. $34 bowl covers. They're pieces of fabric with like elastic on them. Computer brush. An artisanal computer brush. Apparently, I, I've, I'm not doing computers right because I haven't been brushing it. Computers, they don't have hair. Why are you supposed to be? Just blow on it. If you get stuff in the keys, just blow on it. You don't need a soft, bristly Computer brush for $35. Designed to clear keyboards and screens of dust and crumbs. Stop eating food over your computer. Then that one goes to Jack Plotnik because I know he hovers over. He eats soup over his computer. And he had to get a, a cover for the keyboard because he was constantly dripping soup into his thing. I can't. I'm If I stay on this KonMari website, I'm going to get so angry. So basically, that was her plan all along, was to clear out your space so you could fill it with some crap that she wants to sell you. 
But you know what? You know what, Marie Kondo? I guess my hat is off to you. Gwyneth Paltrow should not be the only one making money off of this overpriced, uh, less is more, artisanal, want to sell you things to fill your home, but in a very thoughtful way situation. My God, I'm so, why does it make me so mad? Also, I've said this at my live shows with Marie Kondo because she is my arch nemesis. Um, You know, she says, you have to the magical joy of tidying up. Well, if you never make a mess, how do you tidy up? And if the joy is in the tidying up, then you're never filled with joy. There can be no happiness without sadness. It's a whole thing. I don't. I gotta work on the delivery of that. But it's a whole uh, yin and yang thing that I really think needs to be examined. Um, I only answered one question, and then I got distracted by <laughs> by Marie Kondo and by my own anger. Therefore, I think I should close up this can of questions and I'm going to move on and I'm going to get to our guest. It's my friend, Tara Carcian. She's an amazing actor. You've seen her in a ton of things. Uh, most recently, she's been on American Horror Story 1984. Uh, she and I, I wrote a, a short film for her and I a few years back and we crushed it at all the film festivals. You can check it out. Where are we? Oh, we're on Funny or Die. It's called Hello Caller. I'll post it up on my Instagram. I'll put a little to, a little piece of it on my Instagram when this comes out. Anyway, uh, stay tuned. More with my friend Tara Carcian. Tilt it down a little towards your face. Yeah, I yeah. I know how to do. Voice Have you done voiceover before? You're a pig. You pig. You. Didn't wasn't that good? That was my Starker Channing from Greece. You pig. <laughs> Don't get your paw with my <laughs> silky, silky, silky draws. Would you pull that crap with a net? Um, okay, let's go. Okay, and we're rolling. And we're rolling. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Trash Cast. I'm sitting here with my pal, Tara Carcian. We were just singing the hits of Grease, the film Grease. Did you know that, uh, that who played Sandy? Uh, Olivia, Olivia Newton-John. Tried to, she said, she, she's like, I can't do this movie. I'm gonna, everyone's going to think I'm way too old to be a high schooler. No one will believe it. And then she saw Stalker Channing and she said, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, the director said, don't worry, trust me, trust me, you're going to be great. Yeah, everyone in that movie was 35. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I will say that Grease, the movie, is far superior than Grease, the stage musical. Oh, but that, now, now I have to ask, did you do Grease, the stage musical? I did. I did, um, I did it for six months in Munich, Germany. Is that true? Yes. Who did you play? I always lie and say I played Duty. I was going to say duty, but who did? Uh, but I was just, I was in the ensemble and I was the understudy for duty. And the one chance I had to go on, I had gotten myself a commercial agent there in Munich, booked a commercial, lied, said I knew how to ski, went, took ski lessons, came back, got driven to the snow. Turns out it was ski jumping, not just skiing, but ski jumping. But I missed something. I speak a little German, so I missed something in the translation. And they were they're like, so you ready to ski jump? And I said, what? Excuse me, <laughs> what now? I'm in the middle of Austria now in an idyllic, snowy village where, where uh, 
horses are the, pulling the, sleighs. The Von Trapp family is walking behind yes, you. Yes, essentially. Yes. And then they're like, ha, ha, ha. We, you, you have a stunt double. So Were it, you just doing an accent when you said you have a stunt double? No. But, I think you were a little okay. bit. <laughs> when I laughed, I had an accent on my laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. You've got I, a stunt double. I am more in love with you than I have ever been before because yeah. of that story. So, and then it was actually, um, it's ski jumping, like Olympic style, like off the ramp. But then I was just, the whole, the whole reason I booked that commercial was because I think I was the shortest man in Germany that had a commercial agent because ski jumpers are like jockeys, like horse jockeys. Uh, again? Mind blown. I no know. <laughs> They're very small because they got to be lightweight, so they fly the ah, furthest, right? Ah. And um, I guess they're oftentimes manorexic because um, they're just, you know, trying to be little waves floating yeah. through the air. Yeah. And um, they're sprites. I, I think I got it because I fit the costume and I, I'm were not a tall person. Were no. You manorexic no. At the time, I was exploding out of that costume. Oh, boy. So there you have it. The more you know. Story time with Tom. But this podcast isn't about me. It's about you. Who? You, Tara. Oh, oh. I don't know why I got into that. But yes, I did do a production of Grease. Have you ever been in the musical Grease? I wish. I wish I could sing. I can't. Oh, that's a lie. You can sing. I know you can. I know you can. Uh, the the my reasoning that the movie is is far superior. It is far superior. Is because the songs and the musical like, uh, what are the boring ones um, that are the movie sort of references but doesn't actually do. Uh, yeah, there's Freddie Malev. Is that I'm not? Seeing, wait, wait, is that in the movie? No, it is no, not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, and the the ver- that very first song, the yeah, that's not in it. Okay, please stop. Please but stop. in in Germany, we did the songs from the movie because they don't know the stage show. So there. so even what I like to call the popcorn go getter number, which is hopelessly devoted to you. Everybody used to get up and leave the theater to get popcorn because <laughs> nobody wanted to watch John Travolta. Oh, can we swear? Yeah, uh, just don't say the F word. Or we well, can I was bleep just it. about to say the F word. We can word. bleep it. We'll bleep I'll bleep it. myself. Okay. I'll bleep myself. I don't need you. Okay. Or your technology. Okay. Um, yeah, so everybody used to get up and leave on that song. So did... Unhopelessly did, Devoted to You or yeah. Sandy? To me, the Sandy is the fast forward song. What are you talking about? Sandy, you say? I hate that song. I don't... You have. You like that one? I do. I think it's a charming number. And in the movie version, they have the lovely cartoons in the background. Oh, that's true. That is fun. God. In the um, production we did, the at one point the theater in Germany turned into dinner theater. On the le- the bottom level, they would put out tables and people could have dinner, and you could also smoke in the theater. This is like oh circa God. 2000. This sounds like heaven to me. And we were like. Mm, sign up for dinner theater but okay oh also we were getting paid cash deutschmark under the table by abba's former manager who was the producer of the show it was very shady tom i think they maybe kept our passports in the safe like okay and if you tell me that you were being traded for sex at (laughs) some point i wish you were too this is i want to make a lifetime movie about this but the my favorite moment was uh the girl playing sandy had a beautiful voice and that um 
there's the moment in the show where she does the the reprise of Sandra D and mm-hmm. she goes look at me uh, and she gets to the part and so remember they're eating dinner and they're also smoking down there hold your head high make a baby and cry goodbye <laughs> She just just like lost it in the middle of her song. But I Do you remember it. her name? She kept going. Oh, I can't remember her name. Okay, now I'm going to ask a very strange question. Sure. Thank you. Welcome to my podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> just started to talk, talk about Greece. Do you talk to anybody from that production? I do. I do. Because um, this is the weird thing about doing weird beep plays. Yeah. You, you, you bond. It's like, you know. It, well, especially being... I was sort of the only person who spoke any German on that on that tour. May and, I ask why? Because uh, I took it in high school oh, and in college. My family is from there, so yeah. Growing, growing up in Southern California, I thought I know smart move. Let's take German instead of Spanish. It was just. Do you realize stupid. that if I'd known you in high school, how abusive I would have been to I you? Know, I know you were. You no, would no, no, no. Seriously, crushed, <laughs> crushed me under your foot. Oh my god! Okay, go uh, but on. yeah, I've I've remained in, in touch with some people from that just because we were the only people that we talked to for six right. months, mostly because they were <laughs> they would all just stay at. I would go out and explore, and they would mostly just hang out. Well, they didn't the, speak the language, <laughs> but also everyone in Germany speaks English. So, and I don't mean to be mean. <clears throat> I don't mean to be telling tales out of school. Tom just informed me before we started recording that. He also created the um, drama club at his school in his senior year. A nerd! Oh my god! A nerd! Seriously, I you like because I, I would have skipped classes to come and find you and abuse you. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's what I would have done. I was so angry too because I they made me direct a production of Music Man because I had directed. Uh, Music Man's a horrible it's show. Worst show. I hate it's it. just stupid. Stupid. And I really wanted to be in it, but I'm like, I can't. I should have. Pulled. Would you have made yourself Harold Hill? Yes, but I. It was gonna look bad, so we we cast um, this guy Sean as Harold Hill, and then there was two people up for his love interest. One of them was his sister. Oh, well, uh, excuse me. I have. What are you gonna sing, Sandra Day again? No. Stop coughing. We had that in my production of Fiddler on the Roof at Beverly Hills High School. We had a brother and sister play no. a couple. But there's and even in even then, I was like, "There's something so wrong with this." So we ended up not choosing her. I wish we'd done that part because there's there's a part in the score of Music Man that's just a 32 bar kiss between the two of them, and I thought, I just can't. We no. can't do that. No. We can't do that. I don't care if you have the best voice. But actually, the girl that got it has had a very, had a better, it, whatever, it's fine. Um, it's over, Tom. It's, I can, you gotta let maybe this. I'll get to be on that uh, Kristen Bell show, Encore, where we get to redo it. Uh, so you're one of the few people, I'm sort of local. I grew up about 40 minutes. I'm from the suburbs. Yeah, I know. I, Camarillo. You, yeah, you're Camarillo. Um, where they have outlet malls. So that's for those of you not from Los Angeles. Just a, it's a, a quick very jaunt. glamorous part. Oh no, it's not. No, it's, but it's it's. But you you are a local. I'm totally local. Did you where, did you grow up in Bev Hills? You I went to Beverly Hills High School. I did. I did. You're one of those people. Right? Yeah. 
Did you go to school with like Noah? What's his name from no. ER? Well, Noah Wiley didn't go to Beverly, but okay. okay I don't know. Why do you. I think? Why that do you do to... that? Did you go to the Peach Pit? And, I uh... did. I totally hang out with. Oh, I was just trying to remember the guy's name who ran the Peach Pit. Dylan? No. Oh, the, like the man that ran yeah. the Peach Pit. Isn't there? A, I think I drove by. There's a Peach Pit experience. It was on Melrose. They is it over? Or is it done? It's totally over. Okay. It's because they did the new, you know, Nano Two One Zero. And did you watch that? Okay. I did not. I have I to make not. this a segment. All right. Do you want to um, trash it or treasure it? The new Nano Two One Zero. So I love that, Tom. You have to do that. Well, it's. I mean, do that with. T- yeah, I like that. Do it with TV shows. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do you? Uh, yeah. Let's let's trash or treasure. TV shows that are happening right now. Um, Actually, I, no. I sorry. I call this segment "trash it or stash it." Sometimes I forgot about that. Trash it or stash it. I mean, okay, I, so you didn't just create it. You've no. created this. But can I just say one thing though? <laughs> I don't can know I, what I'm doing. I, I don't know. I, so I wanted to. I wanted to listen to your fabulous podcast, and it is fabulous. And Becca was very charming, and and Felicia Day, who I've never met, but I was completely charmed by her. Why am I on this show? <laughs> Seriously, because I don't have two books like Felicia does on the bestseller time in the New York Times. About, it made me super. How dare you? No, how dare you, sir? How dare you not treasure your talents and oh your. Oh my God, I just trashed or stashed my own. <laughs> oh my God. I have issues, no, but I, I was I am charmed by your show. I'm completely Oh well thank charmed. you. Well no, you're a filmmaker. You have a lady production company called the Lady Crush. Nope, it's called Girl Crush. Okay, got it. God, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I am trashing your podcast. I went from love oh, to trashing. Awesome. Okay. <clears throat> uh well but also you're on, I had to have you because you're on my one of my favorite shows currently, American Horror Story. Is that a good reason to have you on? Oh, that's a really good reason. Yeah. Except, uh, spoiler alert, I'm dead. You jerk. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the season yet. Have you really not? No, I'm behind. Oh, shame on you. Then. I know I'm a bad friend, I know, but come to my house and give me cable, okay? I shall do that. Okay. Next week. Um. Wait. We got to get into American Horror Story, but we got to trash or stash them. Okay, so I will be honest with you. I did watch the new 90210. I watched a bit of it as well. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought they handled uh, Luke Perry's passing beautifully. Okay. Um, The show made me so nervous. It made me super duper nervous. It's because it's a show within a show within a show. Yeah. It's it's show section. And so you're not sure what is reality mm, because are they in fact reboot was this sort of the precursor to them re actually rebooting 90210 with the original characters which would now be the third reboot of it because they did one on the cw a while back right um no i so this was just a mockumentary of them right and it just it it there's a very thin line between Irony and I, I don't know, it made me really nervous. Okay, so do you want to trash it? Or I want to trash it. Okay. I, a lot of people are loving it. I and might I don't go... like that our SAG president. It's <laughs> so weird to see Andrea. <laughs> Andrea Zuckerbrod. Zuckerman, what's her name? I'm, although she did, she was, the, she was campaigning to get our ages off of IMDb. Did she do that? No. No. Who else can we vote for? Um, it's know. too late. We just voted her back in. Oh, okay. God, what would you do without me? I don't know. 
I'm not a very good person. No. I'm not well educated. No. I'm, I don't keep up to date with n- news and current events. You have a film that a came film? out. A film. Do I'm, I not, a- I'm not checking texts. I'm pulling up my IMDb because I have to look some things up on you. Okay. Your lack of professionalism. Shouldn't you have done that? I'm sure okay. you had. I'm uh, sure you had lists for Becca and for Felicia and what? Oh please! I try, I pulled out a piece of paper and I messed that up on Felicia, so it's fine. <sighs> um, speaking of not being professional, professional. <laughs> who showed up yesterday for the podcast? <laughs> that would be you. So. All right, fine. You look me up. Look me up and try and figure out who the hell I am. You talk to our viewers. While I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to talk to your viewers. Okay. So Listeners I then. very excitedly went to the studio yesterday, and I went upstairs, signed in down the lobby. I went upstairs, and I'm sitting, and my instructions said that I'm just to sit there until Tom waves me in. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the couch, and it's like, I'm supposed to be there at 2-ish, and uh, it's like 2.05, and I'm like, well, he's not even in the studio, so I text him, and he writes back, it's tomorrow. <laughs> and I then had to do the walk of shame down past the guard, or the, the front desk guy, and I am on the phone with Tom while I'm doing this, and I go, it's tomorrow, as I walk past him. And I had, <laughs> oh, God. It was, it was so Thank we, you for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, then we then I said let's go get some food, and we went to Swingers, and we had a lovely time. And then today I ruined it because I was stuck at a commercial fitting in oh, a suit I of want, armor. I want to see. That's the bad thing about a podcast. I want to show them your picture. Okay, I'll put it up. I'll put Please it up. Do because on Instagram. Uh, so anyway, so I was the non-professional today. I. <laughs> You want to tell them why else you were non-professional? Oh, then I got here with all my professional equipment, and I didn't have the memory card. I had to drive the memory card. Luckily, I live very close by. Um, didn't have the memory card. This is a po- this is a podcast. This episode is about m- making the po- this this is two is a show within Are you a stuttering show. Stuttering now? No, honey, please. <laughs> I want people to think you're somewhat professional. Oh God, oh, let's let's oh. talk about me. Okay, I'm talking about you. Yes. Now, we've had many what I would call bitch sesh about yeah, yeah. about um, Hollywood and whatnot. Is there a show, because I like to you know talk about trash to treasure moments. Is there a show where you, where you were just treated like trash or somebody, you know, somebody um, famous ever just was a nightmare? And oh, God, yes. Um, I have one. Would you I, would I'm you not, name a name, or I, would you? I can't. I okay. can't name a name. Okay, but will you However, tell a hot um, goss story for us? There was, and I'm sure if anybody in the industry is listening to this, somebody has a story about her because she's famous for being. It's not Faye Dunaway. Okay. Um, she's had multiple TV shows, and most people would know who what her name was, but she's been the lead on all of these TV shows. Okay. She's truly one of the most heinous people I've ever met. In fact, at one point, um, my agent called me when I was doing the show, and he said, how's it going? And I said, if they offered me a series regular tomorrow, I'd say no, because life is too short. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was so disgusting. I've never, and, and the crew kept coming up to me, saying, well, you only have to be here for a week. We have to be... And everybody is telling me these nightmare stories, and I'm like, why does this woman keep working? And, and what did you experience? What would she do? How, what was the treatment? She would... Um, and I, I, 
this isn't done on every show, but what they would have you do is they would have you sit down and do a quick read of the scene. And she and I were playing like very close friends, and I've asked her to come and do something to help somebody because she's somebody. And um, so the first day, and it's always, it, I call it the first day of school. It's yes. always super awkward. You know, uh-huh. you don't know anybody, or maybe you do. You've worked with a few of the crew people, but it's super awkward. So the director says to me, Tara, if you'll just, um, uh, in a few minutes, blank, we'll come in and we'll do a, a read of the scene. And I said, fine. So she comes in and she's <clears throat> less than charming. And we sit down and it has to be dead silent on set while we're doing a read through of the scene. And it's the producer, the director, the writer, her and I. And it's a walk and talk. Okay. So we're sitting at this table. We get to her first line and she goes, nope, my character would never say that. (laughs) So I look at the director and he nods for me to go on. And then we get to her second line and she goes, what a stupid line. I'm not saying that. So basically by the end of it, I was doing a monologue. Okay. And... (laughs) I'm like wigged out. She gets up and leaves. The director comes up and says, so, so you've met blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. And I said, so I'm basically doing a monologue. And he said, yeah. I said, okay. So we go to shoot it and we're start. We're walking down the hall. I am blah, blah, blahing. And we get to where her first line would be. And I'm about to speak. And she says a line that has nothing to do with anything that is. And I'm like, I love it. So I try and figure out a way to make my next line work, which I do, and then we get to where her third line would be, and she says something completely different. Now, Tommy, you and I both know this. Guess who's going to get fired in that situation? (laughs) It's not her. So wow, it was horrific. It was so horrible, and I... The director came up to me and said, please don't worry about it. We deal with this all the time. Oh. We'll make this work. Oh. And they did in editing. I mean, they actually made it work. But it was, and then she was so abusive to the writer of the episode. And she, at one point, because this is such a cliche, she said, my character would no more say that. And I laughed out loud. And her head whipped around and looked at me. And I was like, oh. Bitch is about to get fired. I might as well go start packing up my stuff now. But I didn't get fired, and she just didn't speak to me or look at me the rest of the time. And we had two more scenes together. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now, listeners... The, the, The reason you can't see that my mouth was... My mouth was agape the whole time... Uh, is because you're you're not especially on a drama, which I'm assuming this was. You're not allowed. You don't get to just change the lines. They're very protective. They've that's mm-hmm. not cool. That's why people like don't that's get what, to improvise right. normally. So the fact that she, my character, wouldn't say that. It's like no, but you, 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 the actor, are getting paid to show up and say those lines. So just say, say those lines. Yeah, and lines. I think that that's part of. I think that's part of being character actor is that we know that we know that we're there to support. We know that we're there yeah. to. Um, but behavior like that, I'm always. We're so lucky to get to do what we do. So I'm kind of like, why would you? Yeah. yeah. And why do they keep letting this woman work? Oh man. Okay, I don't know who it is, but I will 
not be telling any of you, but I figure it out once I scroll through your IMDb and discover <laughs> who it is. I'll tell you once we're off. Okay, great. Um, we're going to take a break. More with Tara Carcian on the Trash Cast when we come back. Are you going to trash it or stash it? And we're back. And we're back. That was fun. Oh wow, that was that was that was. I think you spilled the tea, as they say. That's what they say. And you know, we put the tea in trash here because yeah. without the tea, it's just a rash. Oh no, you did! Oh my god, that was incredible. Yeah, I'm workshopping that one. I've been working on it. Mm. <clears throat> um. Now I was going to make you do. Trash or Treasure with shows that you've been on because you've been on so many, but I, yesterday you told me a story and I just need you to tell the people. You were on one of my favorite shows uh, growing up that I didn't get to watch enough because I either had to go do homework and my mom said you can watch reruns during the summer and I never got to and I missed pivotal episodes and I'm very angry. Uh, you were on the show ALF and I just am curious if you would share us a little tidbit of... I will. <laughs> well, it was my second job. Who's the boss being the first? Ah! I am 103 no, years old. Not. Now you're I'm not. Gloria Stewart at the end of Titanic. Okay. Um, so uh, I can even say Bill's name. Bill Brocktrip, who, who was on NYPD Blue, he was doing the episode with us. And we were, I mean, it was towards the end of Alf's run because the oldest <laughs> daughter was in college and we were in college with her. Okay. And uh, so Bill and I were hanging out and we decided to go get to craft service and get some coffee. And so we walked up and there was a very large man standing there at the door. And I, uh, the red light wasn't on, so it wasn't like they were filming. And I said, hi, we're just, we're, we're going to, to craft service. And he said, I'm sorry, ma'am. Alf is filming his scenes. No irony. There was just, and I went, no, no, uh, we're we're actually actors on this episode. And he goes, I I understand, but no one can be on stage when Alice is filming his scenes. And I took a beat because it was, I don't know. And I leaned in and I said, you know, we know he's a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Guy did not. (laughs) He totally didn't crack a smile. I mean, nothing, nothing. Oh God, that is so good. Oh, it really Did you is. ever get on set? Why were they? Why were they so protective? No, of Alf? I never got my coffee. Ugh. Even Alf's a nightmare. God, that's who I was talking about before. No, um, oh, that, that was that was no, the difficult actress. Alf, Alf. Now Tara, <clears throat> here on the trash cast, I like to ask my my guests to bring me a couple items of. Trash and a treasure. Did you get that assignment? Yeah, I did. Okay. I'm curious if you might present those items to me at this time. All right. Two items lay before me. One is a bejeweled box. Can you describe this in a, for me? Oh, it is a box. And inside that box is a, a teapot. Short and stout. And it has it's decorated with a tassel, and there's peacocks on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's lots of flowers. The the same motif on the box is on the. It's very fancy. 
Okay, on the, it's on the teapot. It's so the, the box and the teapot are go together, and then it's and it's wrapped in in t- tissue. Oh, in bubble wrap. I'm giving the details for the listeners. Yeah, but they don't need to know about the bubble okay. wrap. Okay, well, you know. And then this reminded me a little bit of you. Okay. You. Then, what would you describe this as? He a little. He looks like a little English schoolboy. It's it's about three apples high. It is a plastic boy, and you pull his shorts down, and when you pull his shorts down, he squirts water from his mons pubis area. <laughs> I'm going to try it myself. Get it to the, yeah. And I'm shooting it into the plant. Wow. It doesn't really have any sort of male uh, member. It's Genitalia, just, yeah. It's just a little pee hole. He's wearing a blue hat. So he kind of, he's the size of a bobblehead, I would say. And uh, he's sort of vintage, maybe from, um, I'd say like the 70s or 80s or something. Okay, I have to now decide. The precious teapot or the the little boy who pees? The urinating boy. Urinating boy or precious teapot? <laughs> what is the trash? And what is the treasure? And hurry, please, because my ambulance <laughs> is pulling up. <laughs> okay, so precious teapot, short and stout, or short and stout little boy who pees on you. I mean, I'm basing this on your sense of humor mm-hmm. and your what I what I know of you. Which is that I'm a very classy dame and I like my tea while I, while I read Thackeray. <laughs> no. no, because you drink coffee, you're drinking it now, as am I. I'm, I'm going to say this little boy is your treasure and this teapot you've been dying to get rid of. Am I correct? Look at you, Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> That's a little Angela answer I throw back. Yes, you are correct. Ding, 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 ding! I haven't gotten many of these correct, so I feel really good about this. Okay, first, tell me about this little boy who the pees pe- on the you. The peeing boy was given to me a long time ago, and it makes me so happy. And there, there are days that, you know, life just kicks you in the ass, and I will sometimes just make him pee, and it, it feels like... It feels like the world clears for a moment for me. <laughs> and uh, do you remember who gave this to you or what the occasion was? Well, I will tell you this. It, I believe it was, I had one of those horrible birthday parties where not one person bought me a real gift. Everybody bought me joke gifts. Oh. And it wasn't like anybody said to. It was just like everybody did. <laughs> and this is why I don't open gifts in front of people anymore. <laughs> is because, like, by the fourth one, I was blatantly pissed. <laughs> You know, I was also like, I don't know, some ridiculous age where that, that stuff matters to you, but I was furious and I believe, but I believe that was one of the only ones that I really liked. I too, when I used to have a birthday party and receive presents, a hundred percent joke gifts. And I can't, I don't need all that that crap at my house. Exactly. Thank you. Which is why what I, am I love that you're doing this podcast. Yes, because, because you're helping people get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so that means that this teapot is trash. It's beautiful. And I wanted to go to charity. 
Yes. I want you to sell it for charity. It's gorgeous. I mean, oh, it has a little, has a little, oh, it's not just a teapot. It is a teapot that rests with, within its own teacup. It's like the transformer of teapots. Did you even know that? Had you ever even taken it out of the box? Yes, dear. Okay. Yes. I mean, Whatever. if you were a tea drinker, this would be a valuable. No, I, it, we, you can decide. I'm, I'm just here to put pressure on you. Yeah, I know. I got to it. decide if you, if you, and if the pressure of me saying I'm taking it then made you realize that you do actually want it, then you can see. Keep that's it. beautiful. That's like magical. Take that, this Marie is a, Kondo. I mean, seriously, this is a teachable moment. <laughs> How dare you say that to me with a straight face? Um, all right. Okay, well, I solved the mystery, but now I need to hear about my favorite show, American Horror Story. Is it really your favorite show? It's one of my favorite shows. I've watched every season, except I think I haven't watched the first season. Because I started at season three, which was Coven, I think. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so here's my secret. Please don't tell anybody. Okay. I've never seen an episode of American Horror Story. Hell dare you i don't like horror stuff i don't like gore i don't like blood i don't like things jumping out at me same here but i don't know what it is i can't go watch a horror movie at the theater i against my better judgment went and saw joker the other day even though i said i wasn't going to and i was stressed out the whole time i hated it but for some reason at home american horror story is just scary enough and I can cover my eyes. I can leave the room when it gets too gory. So I don't know what it is. I, I can't stop watching it. What's wrong with me? Where does the lure of Leslie Grossman? I do love Leslie Grossman. No, that's not to love. The uh, entire damn cast is fabulous. They're so good. Well, you wouldn't know. You haven't watched this season. I'm behind. As I said, I'm a little yeah. behind. And oh. if I was a better researcher and prepared podcaster, I would have you know, requested some, some screeners. Um, <laughs> they would never give me a screener. No, 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 no. Um, are you, and are you having fun? Where is I, it? Where, Cause it's taking place at a camp. Yeah. Classic eighties camp motif. Yeah. Uh, and you're playing the chef of the camp. Yeah. The lunch lady, the lunch lady, the lunch lady. Okay. Come on. Let's, but she calls herself chef birdie. So God bless. <laughs> chef <Birdie>. um, <laughs> now, have you done other horror things? Uh, yeah, I mean a few things. Okay, I mean, because uh, now you're going to be, but here's, inundated with here's with the fans. thing, and I'm sure you know this because of Buffy. These people are, they're amazing. I mean, the fans of this show are were reaching out to me before the show even aired. Oh, they're on the they're on IMDb and they're looking to see who has been cast. And I mean, these people are they they own they're they're they. The possession they have over these shows is amazing because they just, they are so into it. And I was like, this is amazing and this is beautiful and this is, I mean, my ego went, the <laughs> things they were saying to me, I was like, okay, this is, this is truly unbelievable. And then my big episode, uh, there is a scene where the supposed bad guy comes in. You don't know if I know him, but I do know him. Okay. Um, Leslie Grossman has has was a counselor at this camp years ago, and I was the cook back then. Okay. Um, so that's why I'm still. That's why I'm there. Anyway, so 
again, I'm feeling super good about what these people are saying about me. Because they're 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 throwing words around like iconic legend. <laughs> the show hadn't aired yet. <laughs> I mean, I am feeling like I'm walking. I'm walking around with a little pep in my step. Okay, so in this episode, the bad guy comes in, and we do know each other. And I say to him, "I'm just about to make sandwiches, and why don't I make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich?" Because I never forget a sandwich order, and that's what you used to like. So I, I tame the wild beast for a second as I'm making peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. Now let's just go back to the fact that everybody's saying the nicest things and they're loving the character and then and then they turn on you. <laughs> oh no, no, they, no. How do they turn? What happened? What'd you do? I made the peanut butter and jelly sandwich wrong. Do you know that there's a right way? I want to hear how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Tom. Uh, you get out two pieces of bread. Wonder bread. Which I use. Go you put on. the peanut butter on one slice oh of bread my God. Oh first. My God. You do the peanut butter first. Okay. And then you get out the jelly, and then you put the jelly on the other piece okay, of bread. so I didn't do that. Okay, how do you... How is there any other way to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Please share. Dude, it's going to the same place. What does it matter? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? I'm just going to pull up... <laughs> I just want to pull up a Reddit thing. <laughs> I didn't even know what Reddit was. Where, hold on. You made a peanut butter jelly sandwich so wrong that it's on Reddit? Okay, you need to, A, let it go. <laughs> um, so one guy calls me a psycho. He called me a psycho because I made, I made uh, PB&J on separate slices like a non-psychopath. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> then they're saying jelly on one side, peanut butter on the other side, and then smush it together. Yeah. Not on the same goddamn side. I mean, they what were you, What? They How were, did you do it? I put it all on the same piece. Starting with what? Peanut butter. And then what did you do? And then I put the jelly on top of that. On top of the peanut butter? But, it, Tom, it's going to the same how place. Do you, how do you know that you're getting the, 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 the same level proportions of jelly? You're kidding, on right? On one side. and Because the, there needs to be a little bit more. I believe that you need a little bit more jelly to counteract. Because if there's too much peanut butter and not enough jelly, then it sticks to the roof of your mouth too much. Okay, one person was nice enough to at least say, I thought maybe Chef Bertie was nervous. So that's why she was distracted and did it that way, which is exactly oh, what my character choice that was. That was your choice. That's a lie. So um, that's how you make a. That's a, in real life yeah. how you make. You just put it all in one. So I texted the director afterwards, and I'm like, there is a backlash. <laughs> and I, I'm not leaving my house for a week because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and then I said, why didn't you tell me? Or any of the other 900 people on set that night, why didn't someone say, hey, that's the weird way to make it? And she said, because that's how I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So there are those Twist! of us. Twist! Bum, bum, bum! Wow. People calling me a psychopath after being so kind to me. Well, I mean, but you I do. Are, I, I love for people. other reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I do. I love these people. And did you find out with Buffy, they become so... They own these shows. It's like they're theirs. It's fascinating. I mean, I, I'm on. I'm so. I'm on the other side of it, which is now. You know, people. Well, people have been watching it for so long that they, you know, and I. I watched the, maybe one or two times the episodes I was in, you know, to put on my reel or whatever, 
and I don't watch it again because I don't. Right. Most of us don't enjoy no. watching ourselves, and it's hard to then watch the show that you're on and get into it as a show. Like if I were on American Horror Story, I might not be obsessed with watching every episode anymore because then you suddenly the, the, the illusion is gone that it's a real thing and it's the story that you're... It's hard to separate, you know? It's actually not. Can I tell you why? Why? Because American Horror Story, you don't get the script. You get only pages. Oh, so you have so you no don't idea what's going on on oh, the rest so of the show. still be on it. You absolutely can. And I am going to make a request that they place you on American Horror Story. Uh, Let's wrap this so, up, Tommy. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jesus, stop bossing in my podcast around. Uh, okay, well, that's good to know. So I can still be on the show and still be emotionally invested absolutely. in watching the show. I wish to God I wasn't afraid of the show because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I think it's fascinating that... And I mean, how's that different from any other show you're working on? Okay, why? I mean, huh? Just kidding, JK. JK, don't make that face at me. Don't, no, don't be mad. <laughs> well, this has been a delight. It really has. Um, I'm sorry I don't have two New York Times bestselling books. I'm sorry I don't play instruments. I'm sorry you don't go out and get drunk with me like you do with Becca and have a okay, great you know time. What? But you know what I have done? I have been here at your house at multiple parties getting drunk. I think before I even met you, I'd been to your house at a party. Do you know that was what I was going to ask? How did we meet? I have no idea. And the next thing you know, we're in bed together in a short. <laughs> you can watch me and Tara in a short film that I wrote for us. It's a brilliant <laughs> short film. It won awards. Toured the world with it. We did. Did we? Uh, it's called Hello Caller. And you can find it on Funny or Die. Yeah, it's up there. Or just Google it wherever you want. Um, and then you can see how brilliant Tom is at writing. Uh, it's, I mean, it's okay. It's, it's more about your performance. You can watch Tara on any number of shows. Well, if Tom had done his homework, he could, don't, don't turn your phone on again, Tom. Stop looking at IMDb. You can, you can catch Tara on American Horror Story. Undone. Oh, Dead to Me. Ooh, oh, I love, uh, I need to watch that. Basically, Tara's been on every show on television. So keep your eyes peeled. In the meantime, tune in to American Horror Story to see Chef Birdie. Please Birdie? B-E-R-T-I-E. Okay. And uh, we'll root for you. There was a lot of hashtag bye bye birdie. <laughs> oh, I won't bless. torture you by singing, dear listeners. I won't torture you. And uh, now I love a good bye bye birdie. Bye bye birdie. Meow meow. I, why don't I know the rest of it? I should know the rest of it. I don't know. But I'm gonna go home and put on a sweater, just a sweater. Doing Anne Margaret. Be and Mark Rock. Um, all right. And please, I'm, I'm begging you all to just keep listening to Tommy's podcast because we're so proud of please him, aren't we? Do, Dude, you do are favor. just, you are magic. M support my podcast so I don't have to move in with my parents. Thank or you. Or me. I don't want him to have, I don't want him living here. <laughs> I mean, there's I a, is that upstairs available right now? Yeah. Should sweetie. I move in? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. See you in a couple weeks. <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening to the Trash Cast. Remember, one man's trash is another man's podcast. You're listening to the Trash Cast. I don't don't be mad at my tagline. Don't hate don't hate on it. Don't hate on it. I'm gonna get it named to a t-shirt. <laughs> Alright, bye everyone. Trash. Oh, it's the trash cast. It's trash. Okay, you guys, I just left Tara's. 
And as I departed, we weren't recording, and she forced upon me an ALF doll. That's right. A legit from the 80s ALF stuffed animal that someone gave to her. That is going up once I get the the items organized for uh and you'll be able to 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 buy it or to bid on it for charity so we i look forward to that also uh january 10th at 7 30 p.m and 10 p.m san francisco uh, as part of Sketchfest, we'll be doing tilda swinton answers an ad on craigslist uh so get your tickets i think we're about half sold tickets just went on sale yesterday and we're at a huge theater, but it's already selling out quickly. So grab your tickets. And then also, uh, a, little, a couple weeks later, as part of Sketchfest, I'll be doing Tom Lincoln's Trash slash The Trash Cast uh, and doing um, parts of my show, but also a live Trash Cast recording. And that is on January 26th at 8 o'clock p.m. at, uh, I think it's called Piano Fight, uh, you can get that. Just go to TomLink.com, and I've got ticket links for all these things. And I can't wait to see you live and in person. Anyway, thanks for listening to the TrashCast. Thanks for listening to Tommy Lank's TrashCast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts, and tune in for new episodes every single week.